0: I know you're gonna love her. I know you're gonna love her show. That's Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. Go subscribe today and watch your life be changed. Hey, what's up? This is Trent Shelton. Some people know me as an author, as a speaker, as an athlete. Some people know me as the guy whose videos pop up in their social media feeds. But at the end of the day, I'm simply a man on a mission. I wanna help you transform your life using the exact tools I use to transform mine. I won't say I have all the answers, but I will do everything I can to help you find yours. My goal isn't to reach millions. My goal is to reach you. Welcome to Straight Up. Let's get it. What is good? How are y'all doing? I know it's a crazy time right now uh, in everybody's life. A lot going on in the world. Uh, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying happy. I hope you're staying fulfilled. Let's talk about today's train. Like I said, I got people in here with me that is gonna ask questions. We're gonna make this an open forum, but this is something that I've been getting since I have started Rehab Time, and I understand it. Everybody deals with it. It's like, Trent, how do you deal with opinions? How do you deal with haters? How do you deal with you know failure? All these things. Let me tell you this, and this is a quote that is not mine, but it's a quote that is true. The only way to avoid criticism, right? The only way to avoid hate, the only way to avoid negativity, the only way to avoid people laughing at you, people talking about you, people criticizing you, the only way to avoid that is to say nothing, be nothing, or do nothing. I'll tell you right now, greatness is misunderstood. There's not a person that you can think about right now. And listen, if you don't wanna, like I'm not telling you, you have to do these things. If you wanna stay silent for the rest of your life, to each his own. Nothing wrong with that. But if you're a person watching this right now, which a lot of you are, and saying, "Hey, I want to do great things. I want to, you know, build my brand. I want to, you know, be a speaker. I want to be an author. Anything. I want to be a football player." If you're a young kid watching this, whatever it is, you're going to be criticized. Even as a parent, you're going to be criticized. People are going to be like, "Oh, you're not parenting right. Or you have a dog, and you shouldn't do feed your dog that." It doesn't matter what you do. People are going to have something to say. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit and how we get past that. But if you want to avoid criticism, hate, say nothing, do nothing or be nothing. Okay. so if you're going to if you're going to seek greatness, if you're going to go out and try to be the best you can be. Think about who Jeff Bezos. Right. That is the Amazon king. Right. That I mean, Amazon is taking over the world. I I mean, my porch is filled with Amazon boxes every single day. I need to check Maria's Amazon account because I'm like. Every single day, I'm bringing in boxes, right? I might as well work for Amazon. I probably got some muscles because I'm putting all these boxes in the house. But I'm sure as successful his company is, he has people that criticize it. LeBron James, one of the greatest basketball players ever. That guy has so much hate. What's the difference? The difference is that whether he allows that hate to fuel him or whether he he ignores the hate, the thing is that he doesn't allow that hate to stop him. And it's the same with anybody that you see doing great things. And I get it. It's hard sometimes, it's 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 tough to hear it, but the more you become secure with yourself and your mission, and the more you realize this, cause I don't want to forget this as I get into this content. The more you realize this, this is what changed it all for me. Once I realized that hate could not stop me. It doesn't matter if people say, Trent, I hate your hair. I hate the way you talk. I hate the way you speak. I hate the way you look. I hate the way you wear snapback hats. I hate the way you make videos. I hate everything about you. It doesn't matter because as long as I keep creating content and giving the content to my supporters, guess what? I'm still gonna grow. I'm still gonna progress. Realize no hater can stop you without your permission. And some of us, what we do is that we're so insecure with ourselves, and I know that might step on your toes a bit. That was me. We're so insecure that that's our excuse. Oh, people don't like me. Are people talking about me? So I'm just not going to go for it no more. Then your why, your reason isn't strong enough. If you allow hate to stop what you're doing not, do you need to check in with yourself with your reason? Is your reason strong enough? Is your why strong enough? Because you guys know my why. You guys know my reason. When you start to understand why people do certain things, then you stop taking it personal. Because more than likely unless you did something really bad to a person, like really, really bad, then it's things that's going on within them. them. So number one, the reason why people hate you or hate on you is simply this. They are not happy. Let me ask you this question. If they hate their own life, right? And think about this, and, and, and maybe you're this person right now. I've been this person. You know, when I got cut from the NFL... I was bitter. I was miserable. I was hating on everybody. I don't care who you were. I wasn't like a vocal hater, but I was a silent hater. Like you brought up Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I'll say they suck. They're not good because I was not happy in my own life. So ask yourself this question. If they, if they hate their own life, how could they be happy for yours? Because you cannot give what you don't have for yourself, period. I have never in my life ever in the history of my 35 years, I have never met a person that is happy and fulfilled, that spends their time trying to tear down someone else. I have never met a happy hater. I've never met a happy hater. I have literally, I don't know, have you? Have you met somebody that's that's happy and hating on people? No, it's because they're miserable. It's because something didn't go right. Usually when people hate on your relationship, it's because they don't have one or their relationship might be suffering. Uh, the reason why people might hate that you got a new job or you got a promotion, maybe because they didn't have it. And so when you start to realize that it has nothing to do with you, it's nothing that you did. All you did was do the things that you were supposed to do. When I got my scholarship in football, I had a group of friends and listen, I had a lot of great friends too. I don't always want to make it seem like everybody around me was haters. I had a lot of great friends and supporters and appreciate those people that, are, that do support you because oftentimes we ignore those people. We take those people for granted. But I had a lot of friends around me, maybe five or six, that when I grew up with them, we played high school football together. Maybe they're part of Inner Circle, so if you are, sorry. We played high school football together and then they didn't go to college, but I did. And I started to see a shift in them. Once I started to get the things that we all were working for, right? It wasn't like we all made a pack, like we are gonna go hard, during high school, we're gonna go hard for these next four years so we can get the scholarship. We all made this pack. And I ended up being blessed enough to be able to get it. And instead of them like rooting me on, instead of them being like, man, we proud of you, bro. They start to change on me. What did I do to them? Nothing. It's just because I got something that they didn't get in their own life. And so when you start to look at it from that way, you start to have something called sympathy. You start to feel sorry for those people because they're like, dang, they're not happy. So think about that right now. Think about the people, whether it's people online, whether it's people in your own family that are giving you negative feedback, that are giving you hate. And I want to be clear about this too. As a side note, everybody isn't hating on you. Okay. And then this is like a security thing because oftentimes when someone tells us something different or someone holds us accountable or someone checks us, we think they're hating on us some people aren't hating on you. They're telling you the truth. And so you have to like be real with yourself in that moment. Are they just hating or are they really telling you the truth about something?
1: So when it comes to haters, do you think that someone should completely ignore them or do you think that they should find a way to use it to fuel them or motivate them even more?
0: Yeah, well, that's a great question. So I don't know if it's possible to completely ignore them. Right. I just don't think that's logical. Like you're going to if somebody comments on my post right now, I'm going to see it. Right. Like, it's not like I'm going to be blind. <laughs> like I have, I'm triggered to be like, OK, I can see all the good ones, but I don't see the bad one. Right. And I'm a human being. Right. So depending on what they're saying, it might make me feel a certain way. But I think you have to go through a filter process. Right. And some of the things that I ask myself, the first thing I ask myself is that is what they're saying. Truth. Right. True. And if maybe sometimes it is. So I'm like, OK, well, cool. I some things I need to work on. So, but if I answer that question, I say, no, it's not true. Then I ask myself, does this person know me? Do they know my life? Because some of the things that I get that I consider would be hate. A lot of hate is out of ignorance, right? It's out of not knowing a person. It's blind hate, as I like to say. So some of the things that I get is like, oh, Trent, you know, you don't care about people because you didn't respond back to my message. Or you're not real because you didn't do this for me. and. Even if you think about that with hate, a lot of it comes from a selfish place. It's like, oh, you didn't give this to me, so I hate you now. And oftentimes, it might be people who supported you, especially on social media. I'll have people switch like that just because I didn't give them what they wanted. So I say that to say I put it through a filter process, and I think people watch you watching this right now, and you too can have that set up. So with your questions, like, okay, uh, is it true? Um, does this person know my life? And what, where am I gonna put this at, right? And so like you said, you can use it as fuel, mm-hmm. but this is the thing though, with that, and the question I wanna ask everybody watching this right now, because that's a great question. A lot of people say, I do it for my haters. I understand that logic, right? But why? Right. Why would you do it for someone who could care less about you, you know? And at the end of the day, when you make it happen, it's like, them what? okay, I did it for my haters. I proved everybody wrong. What do I do now? Right, you, you achieve that. So I always say flip the switch. Instead of saying doing it for your haters, no. Do it for your supporters. Do it for the people that you love. Do it for yourself because you know what happens in the process of that? You prove them wrong anyway. So, but your, your focus is different. So I feel like you shouldn't have your focus focused on negative energy. You should have your, fo- energy, your energy focused on positive energy right and by default you prove them wrong anyway you're just not giving them your attention and so I would say you know use it as positive fuel so I would say it's negative fuel and positive fuel negative fuel would be like doing it for them positive fuel would be like okay maybe I'm gonna make this make me go harder for the people who really need me and I often do that So that's a great question.
1: Yeah, so I was also going to ask you, like initially when you find out that you have haters, you're going to be upset. Yeah. You're going to be like, why? Like why? Clearly you're doing something right. Right. You're going to be like, why are they hating on me? Why do I have to deal with this? How do you maintain the composure in the beginning when you're frustrated?
0: Yeah. So that's a a really great question. You have to understand, I would say, and, and that's a great question, guys. So when I first started, and I I, I want to be clear you, you you're watching this right now and it's it's easier said than done right every this is a process this has taken me you know almost a decade to get to this place of confidence where people don't bother me but it was me understanding like even them, even allowing them to frustrate me was taken away from my mission they were winning even if I didn't respond to them they were still winning because they would put me in a bad place and so. For me, it was a lot of times checking my insecurities. So it's like, I need to be more secure in what I'm doing. And the more I put in the work on my craft, the more I put in the work on uh, moving forward with my life, and the more I put the work on rehab time, it bothered me less. And so holding your composure is, I think, building your confidence in what you're doing. Because if you're not confident in what you're doing, every single time... Uh, a negative opinion or a hater pops up or criticism comes in, it's going to take away from your confidence. So part of building composure, and you can go back to the confidence training that we did at the beginning of the year. If you're new, then hopefully we can send it to you. But uh, it's about building your confidence up. And over time, guys, like your muscle, your muscle of resistance to hate will be be built. You know, it's not going to happen tomorrow where you listen to this and be like, okay, cool. No haters are affecting me. (laughs) I'm good now. So it takes a little while. So that's a great question. This is another thing when it comes to haters, and I, I keep saying this, but I want you to understand: there's a difference between constructive criticism and just blind criticism. Haters get blind criticism. When it comes to haters, right, our opinions, and helping you deal with this and navigate this as you're growing your life in whatever arena you're growing your life in, whether it's online, whether it's just your personal life, I think all these apply. Number two, you have to understand: a lot of times people hate on you because they want what you got, they want your life. Okay, when they want. When they want what you have but can't get what you have, that's when they'll start to hate on what you have. It's just facts. Success breeds jealousy. And we all have been jealous before. I've been jealous before. I think it's just a a normal human emotion. You see something, you want it, or you see something someone else has, and it's a part of comparison, which which I talked about in my podcast recently. Go listen to it. But when people, especially when you come from the same place as them, when you come from the same city as them, when you come from the same environment as them. I mean, even biblically, like Jesus was even hated on. Okay, and that built a lot of confidence in me. Like, if you're expecting to go through this life without haters, you ain't Jesus, you know? <laughs> so if Jesus got haters, you gonna have some haters too, believe that. And so for me, once I realized that, like they even hated Jesus, I was like, man, and you look at who hated Jesus. I mean, it's in scripture. You know, he, he wasn't even respected in his hometown. And oftentimes it comes from your environment, Why? Because your life is reminding them of what they don't have. Period. Right. That's what jealousy is. Jealousy is when your life reminds someone of what they don't have or what they're not willing to do. Some people are lazy and they expect handouts. And so when you put in the work and things happen for your life or you do whatever and you're just putting in the work and you're actually reaping the benefits and they're being lazy just expecting handouts and they're not getting those handouts and they see you uh, grinding they see you climb and they see you achieve and they see you progression progressing they get upset and it's really not fair right because they have the same 24 hours as you maybe their 24 hours is different right maybe they have more responsibilities i get that but they have time they have time too but when you come from the same zip code when i look And I'm blessed, like, I don't like to spend a lot of time focusing on this because there's a lot of support in the world. But I knew that when I did my events in my own hometown, that it would probably be less people than my events in different cities. Now, I was blessed to have great turnouts at home because a lot of friends, you know, invited friends and the brand grew here. But when I looked down in the crowd, it wasn't a lot of people that I knew personally. And I started to take that personal. I'm like, well, am I not doing something right? Like, did I do something wrong? And the honest truth was, no, I didn't. And it was a lot of people that told me they support me, right? Or they're proud of me, but they never showed up for me. And that's what people do. They'll tell you that they proud of you all, this, all the time because they don't want to seem like a hater or seem like they're not for you. And they'll say they're proud of you, but I want you to check this right now. Like if the people that tell you they're proud of you, but never take the time to support you, never take the time to... You know, maybe you buy your shirt or watch your video or like anything that you do on social media or just tell you are doing a good job. Like that says a lot. And it breeds that jealousy because it's like, man, this person was from the same conditions as me. Like I have no excuse anymore. Okay, so think about that. They want your life. And the more you can understand that, the less you start taking it personal. Number three, why people hate on you and how to deal with this is. They see you as competition and everybody loves you until they view you as competition. All right. Everybody's like rooting for you. And this is even strangers, too. I've seen this online in my personal life where I've had some people If I name their name. You would know who they are. But I have had some people that were <laughs> that were great, like friends, like mentors and everything like that when I wasn't a threat. And when I say threat, I don't mean like You know, I was a bad person trying to take what they had. But as as long as I wasn't a threat to them, it was all good. It was Gucci, right? It was support. It was, I'll give you advice. But as soon as my stuff started to climb, I started to hear from them less. As soon as my stuff started to climb, they stopped reaching out. They stopped giving me certain things and advice. And I first started to think about like, man, did I change? Like, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? I didn't. Right, I was still the same trend, doing the same thing. What changed was my growth and my progression. So when people in your life start to see you as competition or strange start to see you as competition, I'll tell you this. There's some people in your life right now, 100% facts, that are silently competing with you. Silently competing with you. And if you wonder why they're not clapping when you win and are telling you like good job or like posting your accomplishments too, because you got some people mad at you that you don't even know that they mad at you because you're winning, you're progressing in your life. You got people competing with you that you don't even know it. And in the social media world, there's a lot of people like that. A lot of people like that. So when you can understand this, when you can start to understand like, man, like, okay, people are actually competing with me and that's why they're acting like this. It makes it a lot easier to deal with. You have a question? Well, what's up?
1: Okay, so I was gonna ask you You mentioned something about sympathizing for your haters or having empathy. How do you have empathy for someone who you know is intentionally trying to bring you down or stop you?
0: Yeah, so that's a great question. That's a really good question, actually. So how do you have empathy or sympathy for someone who is hating on you and you know it and trying to bring you down? Well, this is what I always do and it always works is... You probably know what word I'm going to say. You guys, too, is the word understanding, right? I try to put myself in their shoes. And I always say this, dang, if I was in their shoes, I would be a hater, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. being real. Like, I would say, like, I, I used, I had this shirt. I'm going to show you. I'm going to actually post this. Like, y'all got to remind me. I got to find it. You probably can find it uh, if you Google my name. Because, like, when I was playing with the Redskins, I had – they called me the DC Twitter king, whatever. That's when Twitter was popping. And I had a shirt that said, it's super big. It was like, if I was you, I'd hate me too, Yeah. you know? So I understand like maybe like their circumstances were bad or me knowing these things right now, like, oh, maybe their dream didn't come true or maybe like they had a bad upbringing. So does it make their behavior right? Absolutely no. But it helps me understand their behavior. Um, and then I think about times in my life where I've been a hater, right? I just remember like, okay, I wasn't happy. I didn't have these things and seeing somebody else's success made me bitter. And I think how you get out of that, not that you asked this question, but I think it's good to, to answer this. How you get out of that place of hating on other people, it's back to the comparison thing. You have to understand that for one, hating on them only means you aren't working on yourself. Hello. Okay. So hating on other people only means you aren't working on yourself. And the energy that you're spending hating on somebody is the energy that you're wasting that you could be using working on your own life. And so you have to redirect your energy back to you. And I think it's beautiful when you can go to a place and recognize that when you can start to see inspiration, because I think one of the best things in the world, and this is like off topic, but I think one of the best things in the world to help your growth, um, to help you. If people ask like Trent, what's your secret, you know, to your formula, I really want to see people win. Like, I'm proud when people, when people win, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to like it, even people I don't like, like, I think it's beautiful. You get to a place where you, you want your haters to win because when you plant that seed of like, just, uh, goodness into the world and to other people, I feel like it's, you get it back tenfold. Like, think about that. Um, think about the times in your life. Maybe you wish ill will on your haters or somebody doesn't like you and I get it. I understand it's hard sometimes because sometimes I I want to cuss some people out in my inbox. I'm going to just be real. I get it. I understand. Like, it's Trent, you'd be like, Trent, you don't know what this person said. Trust me. I can even tell you a story right now really quick. 2000 I don't know, 13 or something like that, 12. And I might, y'all might have heard this story before. But if you have, act like you never heard it. Um, in my inbox. I mean, my inboxes be popping. Yeah. Like, it be popping with a lot of stuff. Like, it's 90% love. And that's one thing, a quote that I've always said, like, um, never let the 10% of hate take your focus off of 90% of love, right? Never, never do that because it's not right to the people who actually support you. And that made me guilty because I was spending time responding back to haters. Like the worst thing that you can do is respond back to hate. It's like trying to put out a fire with fire. Right. It's going to magnify And they know that they won Like, if they can steal your happiness, if they can steal your attention, that's what they want, they have won. If they can keep your mind off of doing what you're supposed to be doing, they have won. If they can change your mood, right, and make you sad, they have won. And when you understand that, like, the best thing that you can do is give them silence. Because after, once somebody realizes that it's not working, they're gonna move on. And so, um, my inbox, Facebook, Cause Facebook is a whole different beast. Y'all that follow me on Facebook, I preach i know a lot of y'all do. But Facebook, Facebook, is like the Wild Wild West. You know, Instagram is kind of different, but Facebook, Facebook is my inbox be popping. I'll be on there reading some. I'm like, dang, what? This is crazy. <laughs> like, I'm glad I like. It's crazy. So this guy, he he hit me up in my inbox, and like, I'll go and scroll. You know, I try to find like things that uh, that I really need to respond to. And it's like, I just see I just see this message in, in caps. Like, I hate you. I want you to die. And like, literally. And I get a lot of those, by the way. So I hate you. I want you to die. So I'm like, dang. Like, who is this dude? Like, did I beat him up in high school or something like that? Like, did I do something to this? I had to do something to this person. Yes. And obviously, I'm a good guy. Like, I didn't beat up nobody in high school. But I was like, what did I do? Like, did I date his sister in high school or took his girlfriend from him? Like, what was it? And so uh, I, I opened up, and I didn't know the cat. Like, I clicked on his profile picture. And it's always the profile pictures with like, just, I'm not gonna say that cause some people might have this profile picture. So I'm not gonna say that, but it's always just a different profile picture. It wasn't his face, obviously. So I write back, I'm like, I love you, man. Like those words are probably like praying for you, bro. I love you, man. I can't remember exact words, something like that, something positive. And it took me a while to get there because before like, like two years ago, oh yeah. Like I'm in there with, I'm like, I'm good with words. Like I'm typing like, hard back to him like yeah we can go back and forth play ping pong all day all day so at this moment I'm like okay cool I give him love like bro I love you bro because I ain't got energy to be wasted on this he, he writes back and was like like basically it's like like I, like, I hate you like I, you don't get it like I hate you like I want you to die like you you messed up my life like type of stuff like I guess somebody left him because of a message and stuff like that. you messed up my life it's so it's real fault if I ever see you blah 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 So I had to like, calm down, count to 10, like practice. And so I respond back is like, man, I love you, bro. Because I'm starting to understand those things. He's not happy, right? He's in a bad place in his life. Whether I did something or not, I I know I didn't do anything. I I just speak truth. And so he writes back, we do this for like 10 messages. And then he finally breaks and was like, Trent, um, I apologize, but I did all this to get your attention. I really need help and it put me in a whole different place and and this is something I want to share with you guys like it's a beautiful place where you can start to help your quote-unquote haters like a lot of people are reaching out for help and lashing out and that's the way that they do it so I write them back and to this day that dude's a rehabber you know he went from a hater to a rehabber and I think that's the goal to make your haters turn into your supporters like that's the goal and um it really helped me moving forward but it took me getting to a place of maturity it took me actually Becoming more secure with myself in that process, but yeah, it 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 was it it blew my mind because he opened up. He was crying. Bates, I'm sure he was crying. Uh, you can just tell by the way he was typing, and he was just going through a lot, and he didn't want to live anymore. And so, your words—this is the thing, guys. Your words can either like break someone down, or your words can lift someone else. Your your words could be that final blow, whether it's somebody hating on you or not. Your words can be that final blow, or. You could be the example to someone and say, you know what, I'm going to give love back to that. I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going I'm going to make sure that I'm going to combat that hate with love and bring light to this world, because that's a place of spiritual maturity in your life. A lot of times, you know, they want to feel important. Um, they want your attention to feel important. It's like I would just say like some people will like tro- it's trolling. There you go. That's the word. It's, some people will troll you on purpose that really like you. They will troll you. Like I have a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but he tro- he trolled rappers on purpose to get their attention. He would say like people that he liked. It was like your music sucks. And he really liked it just to get them to respond to them. It, to him. It was just crazy. I was like, that's a weird form because they're not going to like you anymore. But some people get their high off of making other people feel low, right? Some people get their high off of other making other people feel low, and I feel like as we just talked about, the best response is love, is a smile. Haters hate when they can't take the smile off of your face. Haters hate that when you smile through it, when you give, when you give a a, a heart emoji back to someone telling you to you know take your own life. They can't stand that. And I always make sure of this truth. I make sure I give the opposite response than what they expected me to say. Every single time, even if I don't want to do it, I'm going to give you the opposite response. I'm going to be like, man, that was, so if you crack jokes and be like, hey, Trent, you know, you look like this and some stuff be funny. Like I had somebody on YouTube make a parody video of me and it was literally funny. And I think he was doing it to like make me mad, but he really made me laugh. (laughs) Like it was funny. It was really good. And I like wrote in the comments, like, this was great. Like, can I post it? And he was like offended by that because I didn't give him the response that he wanted. So get to a place where I don't want to say you don't take yourself seriously because I don't want to give the, ra- the the wrong impression on that. Don't take it out of context, but get to a place where you're like so good with yourself when you're so secure with yourself that you can laugh at it. Like when, when it's funny because, you you know, it can't stop you at the end of the day. So I'm always going to smile through it. So like if any of y'all, y'all can test me with this. Like I know you guys like me, but you can test me. You can send me a message of hate. I'm gonna, if I do respond, it's gonna be the direct opposite of what you expect. And last but not least, before I take a few questions, last but not least, I talked about jealousy, but I wanna leave you with this quote. Some people will hate on you or hate you just because of the way other people love you. Some people hate you just because of the way other people love you. I've noticed that. Like I've noticed where some people don't have a problem with you at all until other people love you, until other people be like, oh man, I love Trent, I love his work or I love Sally or hope it's a Megan in here or Matthew, I love Matthew, he's so great at what he does and some people want that attention to be them, especially if it's from a person that they want attention from, that that makes them bigger, that makes them bitter, right? It's like, what they say is like, uh, hate is or jealousy is like, you know, drinking drinking your own poison expecting the other person to die. It's like that. Like, and when it comes from people that you want to hear gr- good graces from and you want to hear support from and they're not giving it to you but they're talking about someone else, like, you get tired. Like, that's why we see, like, the hero become the villain because you get tired of seeing people win. Like, Floyd Mayweather, whether you like him or not, personally off the boxing ring, like, that's a whole nother. But on, uh, in the boxing ring, he's the GOAT. He hasn't lost. Whether you say, oh, he runs too much people don't like floyd mayweather because he wins if floyd mayweather was a loser you think people would be talking about him absolutely not so people hate the hero people want to see the hero become the villain it's just that's a part of american or the world's way of working it kind of sucks but if you're on top for too long and that doesn't mean like in society but if you're on top in your family or your friend circle for too long people gonna get tired of seeing you in they want to see the mistake there's people literally right now that's waiting for me to make a mistake, waiting for me to fall off so they can say, like, I told you so. Like, I knew it. I knew it. I was waiting for it. And so you have to realize that when it comes to that, like some people just don't want to see you win or just don't want to see you keep winning. You know, fans turn into haters all the time.
1: Do you have any advice for someone who might have to deal with haters in their family?
0: Yeah. So haters in your family. Uh I was like, I don't have any haters in my family. Uh, Not in my immediate family, I don't think. But um, again, you have to just understand where it comes from. It's hard when it's somebody close to you, when it's somebody you expect to support you, somebody you expect to uplift you, but you just have to understand where it comes from. And you have to go through that same process of asking yourself those questions. And at the end of the day, you know, something I've always talked about that even if all your family supported you and you're trying to do something uber successful, it's not enough right? I know it feels better when you have somebody you look up to and you love supporting you, but you don't need their support to be successful. And again, is it true? If it's not true, then let your character respond. You know, there's people, um, I'll tell you about an incident that happened in, uh, high school. I'm not going to get too in depth in it, but my high school girlfriend, uh, we went to prom and we had a bad situation, like a bad situation. We got in a car wreck. Um, she was abusive. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, if you saw that, it's true. She was abusive, like, in a situation. Abusive. And um, and I don't mean like she was beating me up all the time. But we had a situation at prom. And to make a long story short, she punched me in my eye. And I didn't deserve it. Uh, maybe I was being too nonchalant over something. But I didn't deserve it. Punched me in my eye. So we're driving home. And we get into a car wreck. It's raining and she's try- I'm trying to like fend her off. And luckily I had, a, had a, not even a friend in the car. Her best friend was in the car, but the guy she brought to prom, lucky he was there because people would have thought this of me. So I'm, I'm like fighting her off, trying to drive. It's a red light. I stop. The people behind us know that we are like arguing. And so they're following us close. Uh, it's a rainy night. We stop hard at the light. Person behind us. I feel bad for her too. New car, senior prom. Boom. Her car is totaled. So We pull over. I can't believe I'm telling this story. It's just like straight up for real. We pull over and I'm expecting her to like, you know, apologize, whatever. And she's like, like cussing me out, all this stuff. People stop and people think I'm already the bad person. I'm the man in the situation. I had to do something wrong. Police came. Her dad comes to my house because the story she told people was that I hit her. Right. And I'm the one who went to school with a black eye. I'm like, if I hit you, you wouldn't be picture perfect. And so that was the, the, the thing that she was telling. That was the narrative she was telling everybody. Her mom would come up to school and tell everybody, like, oh, Trent hit, hit her. And everybody would say, oh, Trent's a woman beater. And far from the truth, I've never hit a woman in my life. And luckily, the guy in the car stood up for me. He's like, I was in the car the whole time. Trent didn't lay a hand on her. And it's funny because it took, like, months, right, for her to apologize and come out with the truth and say that. And I say all that to say I let my character respond. You know, even people like that wanted to believe it. It was hard for them to believe because they knew my character. And so, I could have fought hate with hate. I could have fought fire for fire. But I just said in silence, so like, "I'm gonna let my character respond. I'm gonna let God handle all that." And God ended up handling all that. And to this day, my the late, her mother just saw my mother. Like it's like it's like 15 years later, saw my mother, and still apologized for that because they tried to ruin my name based upon a situation because she didn't want to face her truth. And so, um, I say all that to say respond, with, just respond with truth. And hopefully, you know, you being the light and you giving love will change their heart. Cause that's what we need more in this world. That's a great question. I do have something. What's
1: up? Um, so you're talking about <clears throat> dealing with the 10% of hate. Yeah. Um, can you remember a time
0: when that first affected you and, uh, kind of how, I guess how you realized that that that's not good for you or or maybe what you even you know do mentally yeah for sure um because it's it's this is this how i realize it too bro because i think it's a good thing when the 10 percent of hate bothers you and i'm gonna break this down because you're not used to it and to me that says a lot about who you are and what you do like if you're used to getting love like you're gonna pay attention to something that's different like what is like i am seeing love all day and people supporting me or watching my stuff or liking what I do or, you know, for me, it's like, oh, I like my post. So that's going to stick out like a sore thumb. And so I think if you flip your mindset with that at first and be like, okay, like, obviously, I'm doing something good because now if you had hate all the time, then you might need to look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? It might be something like I was about to say something political, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to get political in here. But if you always are getting hate, there might be something truth to it. And so like we always gravitate to to something that we're that that sticks out. So that was the first thing. But um, when I didn't realize that I was struggling with it, probably, bro, it had to, I mean, even with sports, probably first with sports when uh, it was actually college and I had a bad game, a really bad game. And I had a great season, but I had like a stretch of two bad games and I dropped an important pass in the game. And so what did I do? We all used to go on like, it's called Baylor fans. And, like, it's, like, all the fans, which is probably the worst thing to do if you're an athlete. <laughs> you go on the fans. I'm, like, people are, like, Trent needs to lose his scholarship. He sucks. Like, I'm t- and these were people that last few weeks were, like, praising me. Like, he sucks. He dropped the ball. All these things. And it literally got into my mental. I'm, like, dang. Like, do I suck? And like, I'm not that good. Like, and it really, like, hurt me. And I actually talked to my head coach. And he luck- – well, not my head coach, my, my position coach – and uh harold jackson and he played in nfl for like 15 16 years and he broke this down he said for one don't ever go to the press or don't ever go read stuff about you if you can because he's like this is the thing he's like you'll live for that if you live for their praises you'll die by their criticisms and he's like you got to be even killed don't let it get you too high don't let it get you too low and uh i had to realize that and so and then what got me out of that I just reminded myself of the facts It's was like i've had a great season everybody's gonna have bad games and um i was like and then too like who are they they're in the stands like they can't do this anyway like that's they're, they're they're spectators like whatever and um it just made me like realize that i'm only in control of what i can do and no no amount of hate can dictate my greatness at the end of the day i think it's the love and support that you're focused on so that's a great question so yeah guys um as you see we're doing this like super different style man like I'm having my team ask me questions and people in here and I think it's great but just my main points from today is understanding where hate comes from understanding why they're hating you and realizing that it can't stop you right just realizing the truth of everything about your life and just keep going keep grinding and again if you don't want to be if you want to be great it comes with it and everybody doesn't want that responsibility I get it so if you don't want People not liking you on people saying stuff about you, critiquing your work, whatever it may be. Don't put nothing out. Don't do nothing. But I don't believe that's what you're made for. Like I said, they even hated Jesus. They hated, you know, Michael Jordan, they hate LeBron, anybody great. They hate it. it's a part of it. You can choose to focus on that or you can choose to focus on what moves you forward and choose to focus on the work that's helping and creating and changing the world. All right. So I appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. It's rehab time. Let's get it straight up. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfoush and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey! so many things just go to community.com and ask for a free demo they'll show you how it works and get you your phone number it's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media everyone uses community for just that so go to check them out at community.com that's community.com let's get it hey you i got a question for you are you trying to build your community online this year if not you should. Without the rehabers across the world, there would be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all